listening to a premium preview episode of Flux Pod. My name is Matt Perpetua. Uh, this week's uh, Patreon exclusive episode is part two with Nick Sylvester, uh, who is a uh, music producer. Uh, for, uh, he runs the artist development company God Mode. And uh, in this episode, we talk a lot in detail about music production and fashions of music production. Uh, in this clip right here, we're going to talk about uh, fashions in rap production and keyboard sounds. Uh, and I promise you it's it's not as boring as that might sound. And also you get to hear clips of music and stuff. If you want to hear the full episode, if you want to hear all the full episodes of this show, Gotta hit up Flux well, sorry, Patreon.com slash Fluxblog. Five dollars a month gets everything. And yeah, appreciate it. Uh check it out. This is Nick Sylvester. What are sounds that are have in the past couple of years gone out of fashion and which ones have you sensed coming into fashion? That question is so great. So let's just let's let's narrow it down even more. Let's just talk about snare drum sounds. Uh, so the and snare drum sounds in rap. So the the dominant sound for uh, for like a rap rap snare was always this like really short, like clipped sounding thing to kind of get out of the way and just like it, it just punches through. And I think there's a reason why the. Uh, it, the the it, the snare on it was a good day, which is uh, what is it, the Isley Brothers snare. Um, you know, there's a reason why that just becomes like the snare that you hear everywhere, or like you know when people so much of uh, eight oh eight snare sounds like it was about really really short things, and then and so that was just sort of the sound of 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 rap was this very short, quick snare sound, and uh, and with no tone, it was just it's like a a blast of white noise. And then sicko mode came out and the snare on sicko mode was kind of more of like a classic what, you know, if you let an 808 kind of an actual proper 808 snare sound hit, it has a little bit of tone to it. It has like a little bit more character to it. And the, the hit is a little bit bigger and it's a little bit more of a forceful backbeat. And that with one record, you started hearing people changing their snare sound a little bit because also they were using snares and all of a sudden instead of using like really short clap sounds made this here with all the ice on in the booth at the gate outside when they pull up they give me loose yeah jump out boys that's nike boys i've been our coast this shit way too big when we pull up give me the loot was off the remy had up at post in my old town to duck the nose Two four hour lockdown We made no moves Now it's 4am and I'm back up popping with the crew I just landed in Chase B mixes pop like Jamba Joes Different color chains Think my jewelry really selling fruits And they joking man Know the crackers so, wish it so, was a so, so, so sad The wind retreat We all lit too deep Play, play, play for keeps Don't play us a week So sad The retreat We all lit too deep 
this shit way too formal. Y'all know I don't follow suit. Stacy Dash, most of these girls ain't got a clue. All of these hoes I made off records I produce. I might take all my exes and put them all in a group. group. Hit my essays, I need the booch. About to turn this function into Bonnaroo. Told her I been, you coming too. In the 305, bitches treat me like I'm Uncle Luke. Slot the top off, it's just a roof. Uh. She said, Where we going? I set the moon. We ain't even make it to the room. She thought it was the ocean, it's just a bowl. Now I gotta open, it's just a ghost. To explain why sicko mode feels a bit more rock, even you know, in this notional way. Oh, yeah, huge twos and fours. Um, and you know, that, yeah, it, it's just a, it's just a cool ass record uh but and it, and it changed it changed a lot for a lot of people uh on the on the production side so similarly like 808s is another example of uh, an 808 you know what i mean by that is just is the ba- the the base 808 not like the 808 drum machine but um the if you listen back to like a metro boomin record that maybe uh savage mode that uh that he did with um, Twenty One Savage. The that it's a really, really smooth, luxurious low end. It's it just nourishes you. It just kind of hugs you, and it's not trying to like pop out of the speakers. Well, that I, I mean that that album predates the popularity of TikTok, and so low end on a small phone just doesn't come through. You really have to kind of saturate it for it to kind of. You know, bring out these upper harmonics in order for it to sound like a, like a low note on your phone because your phone just can't reproduce a low frequency in that in the same and way. The Metro Boomin stuff is definitely built over clubs and cars, right? Yeah, that, that's a great way. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll never forget when I heard um, "No Heart" in this. I was in I was working in Atlanta for a couple months and uh, just seeing how people moved to that song, I just I didn't understand. I, I, again, it was just it was a it was just a masterclass in like how and and how how bass works in in a club situation it was just beautiful why you pulling out your rapper's card cutty nigga pussy in the heart i turn it fucking soft into some heart i grew up in the streets without no heart i'm praying to my glock and my car so much dope that it broke the scale they say crack kills nigga my crack sell my brother in the kitchen and he rapping the bell. Louis V my bag and Louis V on my belt. Chain swinging, diamonds blank. Hold up, pistol swinging, gang bang. Hold up, niggas acting like groupies they don't know us. Little do they know they bitches fucking on the tour bus. Young savage, why you trapping so hard? Why these niggas capping so hard? You got a 12 car garage. <laughs> Why you pulling out these rappers' cars? Uh, but, but I think hard. that 808s have become e- e- extremely distorted, partly as a way to um, address that it it needs to kind of cut through on on a uh, on a phone. I think something like the popularity of when, when they call it SoundCloud rap. I think the thing that's kind of lost in that was that it's that it's SoundCloud rap, but people are playing the music off of their phones and, and something like, you know, um, look at me by, by X. I mean, 
the 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 bass is so obnoxiously loud that it it distorts against the master limiter, which is why it kind of has this like weird sensation of like the track is too big for itself, and it kind of starts pinching in on itself at certain points. It's just it's just really really marvelous. Um, but I think that that's you know eight oh eights have gotten much much more distorted, and I think that it's kind of hard to know how it will kind of come back in a way like it, or whether it will kind of, you know, it, it, it's almost like you just have to kind of wipe the floor completely. But like the Cardi album is a great example of that too. Like it just, just blown out beyond whatever, but it wasn't, it wasn't that way even four years ago. Um, I think that you're, you were hearing a lot of, uh, another thing is less the, the the sounds has changed, but more the relationship to what I'll call like a vintage quality. So I think in pop music there was a lot of the tropical bells type stuff, like very quick bell sounds, and uh, you know something like uh, like the Justin Bieber album that he that he did with Skrillex. You gotta go and get angry at all of my honesty. You know I try, but I don't do too well with apologies. I hope I don't run out of time, cause someone call a referee. Cause I just need one more shot, have forgiveness. I know you know that I made those mistakes maybe once or twice. And by once or twice, I mean maybe a couple of hundred times. So let me, oh let me redeem or redeem on myself tonight. Cause I just need. that kind of very kind of clean elegant like in and out bell sound it's it's very it's very computery but it, there's still like a lot of character and, and reverb to the bell uh there i think one of the things that happened is that that started sounding like uh too artificial and then there became this thing that was happening in pop music where like obviously sampling because of copyright reasons is very complicated. So how do you make things sound like samples? And so uh, the way that you make things sound like samples is by degrading the audio in, in, uh, in a pitch way where you make the pitch kind of warble and you kind of, maybe you replicate the sound of drums, how they used to be sampled on an MPC, which is you go from 24 bit audio to 12 bit audio. So you're losing, you know, a considerable amount of information about that sound. Um, there's so much, uh, what's called bit crushing that happens in modern music right now to make things sound older. Uh, not in a, not in a, uh, retromania kind of way, I don't believe, but more in just like you want the Instagram filter kind of way, like old school Instagram filters. That's, yeah. Like maybe yeah, yeah there, there's, I think, yes. And I, because it creates an emotional response and, and it creates a kind of, uh, in many ways it, it, it kind of makes something fade to the background in an interesting way. Cause that's sort of how samples were with rap in the first place was it, the sample was just sort of a pretext to, for the voice on top of it and just to kind of keep it going. And I think that one thing that's been really interesting is just seeing how people degrade performances in order to make them appear like samples. Like, like Adam and I, um, Adam Mater, who I, who uh, I was in Mr. Dream with, 
when he moved to LA, we started working on this project for an artist named Paul Paul Rod. And Adam and I would make, you know, we would like study an Al Green record or study like a bunch of records from that period. We'd make an Al Green record and then we would try to find like what, what's the half bar of this that we can sample. And like, and then that sample would become like the, the, the actual guts of the song that we'd make for Paw Paw Rod, which was interesting. And like, they're all different versions of that. And every, every, you know, that's a thing that people are doing, but that relationship also say to do things sound like bright and fresh or do they kind of sound old and kind of degraded? I think things are at a moment right now where things sound very old and like crinkly and degraded in an interesting way. Do you spend as much time thinking about things like keyboards? Uh, I mean, almost everything I do is on keyboards. So what, what do you, um, those are like keyboard tones. Like, oh, like are there, are there keyboard tones that you feel like, uh, are just, uh, fading out or things that are kind of getting more popular now? Sure. So yeah, I mean, there's like, I, I think a lot about that stuff. Uh, one really, really funny thing is, is the, is the, the kind of super uh, buzzy trance synth sound, which, you know, you know, just like that. And uh, like heavy gate, like that, like that, that kind of era of, of dance music, just really, really bright and fizzy and really kind of, uh, kind of tracking the degree to which a synth has been filtered and how much top end is in it. And so, you know, the, on one end you have something like Drake where that music is so filtered down where it just sort of sounds like it's under a blanket and then Drake is just on top of it. And it's a very deliberate way to make Drake's vocal performance sound more intimate. And then you, you contrast that with, uh, the way that, uh, someone like the, A.G. Cook of PC Music, like he, his synths are super, super, super bright and 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 big and kind of like this kind of obnoxious anthemic kind of quality to them. It's the complete opposite thing where the gesture is not intimacy whatsoever and not making people lean into the music. It's having them. It's having the music kind of burst out in a funny way. Uh, and so, like that kind of tracking the the sound of of like a of a gated trance synth uh has been funny and i think you're kind of seeing it kind of come back in the pockets of of hyper pop um one really interesting thing is just the way is the way that people relate to uh digital piano so it's specifically the sound the the sound of of a of you know of a digital piano from the nineties or the eighties trying to replicate the sound of, of an electric piano or of a, of a quote unquote real piano. Uh, and so that's a whole other thing too, that has right. so like considerably. That, 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 that's a tone that I've just, I've always kind of felt it was like a little too uncanny Valley. I never felt right one way or the other. Yeah. So that the, most specifically there's a, a synthesis called FM synthesis, which is um, it's like the, uh, the exhibit meme where he's like, you know, I, I, I put a, uh, put a, you know, a car inside your car, you know, so you can drive while you drive like that kind of, it, it's basically putting one frequency inside another frequency to kind of like have it modulate really quickly. It's just, it's a whole, it's a, it's a style of synthesis. 
and the DX7 is a is a synthesizer that popularized that. And FM synthesis like the is the the sound of so much kind of like soft 80s music. overdosed on it and it was like oh this is so gross like i don't want this anymore um but there's there there was one very specific setting on the dx7 for instance that was like that this is just sort of the sound of like 90s house which was the it was it was a a one note chord on the dx7 that played a uh i think it played a nine a ninth chord on it but it was basically just you know you, you could basically have you know without knowing much how chords work you could finesse your way around something that sort of sounded like a chord progression by hitting these single notes at a time. And, uh, I think in a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, a, a lot of dance music, there's like this kind of, you know, how do we, how do we reckon with the DX seven, like piano stab that you hear in like crystal waters, uh, you know, uh, homeless or, uh, 100%, you know, like, how, how do we reckon with that specific sound? And think some of those gestures in the Dua Lipa album I I actually think that I think that she might have been a little bit too soon trying to bring back some of those moves and as much as as much as some of those songs are really really quite good I think some of the uh I think that she might have been like maybe like a year and a half too early on it in, in a funny way I think maybe people weren't ready for it it was just interesting it's just kind of it's just funny how that works (laughs) 